0: One Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. And for more information, please visit us on the web at onechurch.net. Well, good morning, church family. So, so good to be with you all this morning. And I hope that you are sensing the presence of God. I love that song that we are singing. Uh, the Lord is in this place. Not for a minute, not for a moment was I forsaken and uh, what a powerful declaration that is for us to make at the end of 2020, in spite of all of the challenges, not for a moment were we forsaken. And so I hope your heart is filled with faith this morning and I'm so glad that we are all uh, together, whether you're joined in a house church, whether you're watching from home, uh, with your family, with your roommates, however you're joining us today, we are so, so glad that we can be Together. And uh, we have made it. We've made it to the end of 2020. Today is the last Sunday of 2020. And of course, it is a bittersweet uh, time, a celebration of what God has done, and also, of course, recognizing the challenges that we have. Uh, But I'm so glad that we can join together to encourage our faith uh, this morning. And I feel like the Lord has put a word on my heart just to bring to you today as we wrap up this year, look ahead into the future. And if you have your Bibles today, you can grab them and turn with me to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 3, 1 Samuel chapter 3. We're going to get to that in a little bit, but I want to ask you this question today. How are you feeling about 2021? how are you feeling about 2021 i know this week between christmas and new year's is often the time where we're making plans setting goals you know filled with expectation for the year ahead and i know probably many of us this year feel a little different than we may have in years gone by Uh, you know the reality is even as we're entering into the new year we're still facing the challenges that we have in this season through uh, the pandemic that we are facing and all of the challenges. And, uh, you know, I heard uh, or read a meme the other day from a friend that said this, uh, as we enter into 2021, nobody claim this is your year. We're all gonna walk in real slow, be good, be quiet. Nobody touch anything. And, you know, that Uh, is funny because I know there is kind of this sense of hesitance around the new year. What is uh, ahead of us? We don't know. Everybody just kind of uh, enter in kind of carefully and and quietly. Um, And I think, of course, in the natural, that's understandable. But I also believe that God has great things ahead of us. I, I believe that God has good things in store for us. And the reason I can say that is because we have just celebrated Christmas, the coming of Jesus into the earth and the display of God's character, which is good. And so God has good things for us. And I want to pick up this week with a message that I spoke to you last Sunday as we were gathered, uh, many of you in person, some of you online at the Winter Park uh, Farmers Market. And I shared with you a message that I called, Can You Hear Me Now? And so I want to speak to you today, part two of that message. And last week we started with John chapter one, verse 14, which is John's account really of the Christmas story. And he says this, that the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. That's John's interpretation, John's perspective under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit of the Christmas story, Jesus coming to earth. And it's so interesting that he describes Jesus as the word. And uh, really that is significant because through Jesus, God was speaking to mankind. He was revealing himself and, and relating to mankind through Jesus. And even as we enter into 2021, I believe that God wants to speak to us. Uh, I believe that, you know, in the natural, uh, it's hard to make plans, it's hard to know what is ahead, but I believe that if we will listen to God's voice, I believe that we will receive guidance for the year ahead. In fact, the Bible says this uh, again and again throughout Scripture, we see the importance of God's voice guiding us, speaking uh, speaking to us, helping us to... um, turn on the light, so to speak, uh, in the darkness of our world so that we can see how to move. The Bible says in Psalm 119 uh, that your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. Uh, the scripture says in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 19, that uh, the, the prophetic word is like a light that shines in a dark place. And I know that you can relate to this, but uh, you, know, you don't need a flashlight in the daytime. You need it in the night when it's dark. That's when you need a light. And the word of God, both the written word of God and the uh, prophetic prompting of the Holy Spirit is like a light that leads us into God's plan and God's purpose. And I just want you to know in 20, as we move into 2021, God is speaking. God wants to speak to us. And, uh, you know, we we know that biblically. Uh, Look at the Christmas story and how many times God speaks to people. God guided Joseph when Herod was trying to kill all of the babies in Israel. God warned Joseph in a dream, spoke to him. Uh, We see it, you know, as we have been in the book of Acts again and again, God guiding people uh, through his word, And um, in fact, commentators say that in 27 out of the 28 chapters of the book of Acts, there is some sort of prophetic revelation. There is some sort of guidance from God. And uh, so we know that biblically. We also know it personally, and I'm going to get to the scripture in just a moment, but I'm wanting to Uh, just encourage you and stir your faith on what God has for us. We know it personally. I can tell you stories of when God has guided me when I didn't know what to do. When I was facing challenges and decisions, uh, God guided me through uh, a word, And I I could tell you about the time, uh, shortly after Jennifer and I got married, I was working for an organization and um, there was a a big deal that we were kind of working on that really would have brought in millions of dollars to the organization. And there was two clients of our organization that were a part of that deal. And they uh, were both believers, they loved Jesus, uh, but they had a conflict between the two of them. And I really felt that God, put it on my heart that he wanted to not only bring in that deal as a benefit for the organization, but he actually wanted to reconcile their relationship. It was on my heart. I just began to seek God, say, God, what do you want me to do? And I fasted for a few days. And on the third day, I was in the shower. And I have to tell you, I hadn't heard anything from God. I was kind of getting disappointed. And as I was in the shower, I felt like the Lord just spoke to me. Here's what you need to do. Go speak to the president of your organization, which was my boss's boss, and tell him what you are sensing, that God wants to bring healing in that relationship. And I called my boss and proceeded to try to set that meeting up. And I found out what I had no idea of, and that was that, that my boss's boss, the president of our organization, was already that day meeting with those people, the two of those people. God spoke, and it was such an encouragement to me. I could tell you stories. Again, I can tell you about a moment that happened probably 10 years ago when I was entering into a very difficult season that in hindsight was just really painful, And my dad received a phone call one day, uh, from an unlisted number. And there was a strange voice on the other end of the line that said, uh, Enemy forces have been seen entering your territory. Be careful for your son, Justin. Now, I know that sounds sci-fi weird, but open the Bible. God warns us. He speaks to us. And uh, my dad tried to trace the call, contacted the phone company. They had no uh, record of the call. We could only conclude God was speaking, maybe an angel. I I don't know. Um, I could tell you about a dream I had a few years ago when I... Felt that the Lord gave me this dream. And in the dream, there was, uh, I was in Publix, the grocery store in Baldwin Park after closing. And there was this table set up, and a guy that is a well known evangelist and a friend of mine who's a Bible teacher sitting down at the table having dinner together. And to be honest, when I had the dream, I thought, this is just weird. But as I shared it with some other people, they recognized that God was wanting to bring together the evangelist and the teacher and the public sphere, the public place. And out of that was really the decision and the vision to do Alpha. And even today, we are baptizing people in one of our house churches that have come to Christ through Alpha as a result of that dream. So I know I'm just kind of going through a bunch of my own experience today, but I'm just trying to set the stage in your heart to share with you that God wants to guide you. God wants to speak to you through his word, uh, for the new year to come. He wants to give you a word. Now, you may hear that and you may think, uh, well, God doesn't speak to me. I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not that kind of girl. I just don't get it. God doesn't speak to me. Well, I have good news for you. And I actually want to now get to this passage of scripture in 1 Samuel chapter 3. Because in 1 Samuel, we find the record of Samuel who... Goes on to be a prophet, but we find the account of him learning to listen to the voice of God. And that's what I want to look at today. 1 Samuel chapter 3, and verse 1 says this Now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. And it came to pass at that time while Eli was lying down in his place and when his eyes had begun to grow dim so that he could not see and before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord where the ark of God was and while Samuel was lying down that the word of the Lord called Samuel and he said, Here I am. So he ran to Eli, Here I am for you called me. And he said, I did not call you, lie down again. And he went and lay down. Then the Lord called yet again, Samuel. So Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. And he answered, I did not call you, my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord revealed, or yet revealed to him. Verse 8, And the Lord called to Samuel again a third time, so he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you did call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be if he calls you that you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood and called, as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, Speak, for your servant hears. What a powerful account and a powerful declaration for us to make to the Lord. Speak, for your servant hears. If you know the story of Samuel, you know that he goes on to become a powerful, prophetic voice and leader to the nation of Israel. You know that God used Samuel to anoint David as king, that really brought in the greatest season of prosperity, of blessing for the nation of Israel, all of the good things that God used Samuel for, but it started with a word. It started with Samuel learning to listen to the voice of God. And I want you to understand that as we go into 2021 and even the years beyond that, really the principle of life is that all of God's blessing, all of God's goodness, all of his glory that he wants to reveal to us, as John says in his gospel, comes through the word of God. The question is not, is God speaking? And the question isn't, uh, does he have good things for us? The question is, are we listening to him so that we can receive from him? And so I want to give you a few points and principles out of this passage of scripture, out of the life of Samuel. As he In this passage, he's, he, he's learning to listen. He, it says that he did not know the word of God. It had not yet been revealed to him. And maybe you're in that place where you feel like, man, God doesn't speak to me. I I don't get that. I, I have good news. He wants to speak to you. And so I want to share a few principles today that I believe will help us to move into 2021 in a place of faith, not stumbling in the darkness, but walking in the light. The first thing that I want you to see about Samuel, number one is this, that Samuel was positioned to hear. Samuel was positioned to hear. The Bible says in verse three that he was in the tabernacle of the Lord where the ark of God was. Where was Samuel? Where did God speak to him? He was in the tabernacle. He was near the ark of God. If you know the Old Testament, you know that the ark was the place where God manifested his presence. He was never limited just to the ark, but it was the place that he would meet with people in the tabernacle. And and so Samuel was positioned to hear from God in the place of meeting. And the good news is, is that God is no longer limited to, you know, a tabernacle or a tent or a box. He's available everywhere. He can speak to you anywhere. The question is, are you positioning yourself? Are we positioning ourselves to hear from God? The way that we position ourselves is by entering into that place of meeting, that tabernacle, so to speak, the place where we meet with God. James says it this way, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. You know, some of you, uh, some of us can have the mindset sometimes, well, if God wants to speak to me, he can, he knows where to find me. Or, you know, if God wants to speak, certainly he can just kind of yell to me. But, you know, the way God speaks is not normally in a loud booming voice. And even if he did, Uh, oftentimes we wouldn't recognize it. The Bible says that when he spoke over Jesus, this is my beloved son and whom I'm well pleased, the people that were listening said, it thunders. So they didn't recognize the voice of God because they had not become accustomed to it through entering into the place of meeting with God. And if you want God to speak to you, if you want God to guide you and lead you, For the year ahead, we need to position ourselves to hear from God. That means that we need to uh, practice the presence of God, practice meeting with God uh, in the scripture, in worship, in prayer. Uh, That's why we follow the Jesus life plan, which we shared with you at the beginning of this year. And I want to encourage you as you enter into the new year, go back and revisit, Uh, revisit that plan. Uh, revisit your plan for meeting with God. Not so that you can just check off the box. I had my prayer time. I read my Bible. I fasted. I I, I was in, um, you know, house church or connect group. Not so you can just go through the routine, but it's about uh, entering into that place. It's about positioning yourself to meet with God. I want to encourage you at the beginning of 2021, we're going to set time aside as a church to pray, to fast, to seek God. Why? Not just because it's the beginning of the year and that's what you do at the beginning of the year. No, because we're saying, God, we need to hear from you. We want to position ourselves. Samuel was positioned to hear from God. The second thing I want you to see is this, that Samuel was ready to respond. Samuel was ready to respond. In verse five, it says this, so so he ran to Eli and he said, here I am for you called me. Now, Samuel didn't even realize it was God speaking to him, but Samuel had this readiness to respond. He was in his bed. He was comfortable. It, it was nighttime, but he was willing to get out of his comfort to go to the call, to go to that voice of God. He was ready to respond. And notice how it says he ran. In other words, there was energy in his response. And if we want to hear from God, we've got to be ready to respond. We've got to be ready to take action. You know, the Bible says in the book of James that we're to be not just hearers of the word, but to be doers of it. So here's the question I want to ask you. What are you doing with what God has already spoken to you? You know, we have a, a whole book, 66 books of God's voice. Every single week we are speaking and teaching and preaching the word of God, but sometimes we just let it come to us and we are not actively receiving it. You know, the reality is in football, regardless of how great a quarterback is, if the receiver isn't ready to receive, ready to run with the word or ready to run with the football, uh, they will miss out on the reception. And that is true for us. Samuel ran to Eli. He was, he was ready to respond. And you know, the 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 experience is the same for all of us that oftentimes as we respond, God gives us more revelation. As we actively respond to what God's put on our heart, we may not know the whole message. God may not speak to you about 2021 as a whole. He may not give you your whole life's message, but maybe he just gives you a, a message for January. Maybe he just tells you what to do today. But just like driving your car with the headlights on, it doesn't light up the whole journey. It just lights up as you go. And so as we respond to God's word. He gives us more revelation. Samuel was ready to respond. We've got to be ready to respond to the voice of God. The third thing I want you to see is this. Not only uh, was Samuel positioned, not only was he ready to respond, the third thing I want you to see is this, that Samuel was submitted to wise counsel. Samuel was submitted to wise counsel. Uh, We know that Samuel goes on to be a significant prophet to to speak God's word to Israel, but right now he is under Eli. And it's actually Eli who helps to interpret and apply the word that God gives to Samuel. Samuel hears it, God's speaking to him, but Samuel doesn't understand it. And I believe it's true that when God speaks to us, it never happens in a vacuum. It's never just, I hear from God, I don't need to hear from anybody else. Uh, as we hear from God, that's actually the time that we need to bring that to other people. And Samuel was submitted to wise counsel. God's called all of us, as we hear from God, to be submitted to wise counsel around us. You know, the Bible says this that we prophesy in part. And so it's as we bring God's word into the counsel of others that we are able to get a fuller picture, a fuller understanding of what God is saying to us. And you know, when you submit to wise counsel, you're not showing insecurity. It doesn't mean that you're insecure, that while well, I'm not sure if I can hear from God, I've got I've to go to somebody else. It's actually the greatest place of security. Submission isn't insecurity, it's security. And so we are called, as God speaks to us, to submit to wise counsel. We need to submit to the wise counsel of the scripture. How do you know if it's the voice of God? Well, you 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 understand the way God speaks because you submit it to scripture. Uh, we also submit to the wise counsel of leadership that God has put... Uh, People over us to speak into our lives. Perhaps that's parents. Perhaps that's uh, leaders, pastors in church. Perhaps it's people that speak into our career, that, that have a, an authoritative voice, not heavy-handed dominance, but will, will, are a gift from God to help guide us. And God also speaks through the counsel of relationships. The scripture says in, uh, the apostle Paul says in the New Testament that, that every word should be judged. In other words, there there should be the voice of others that speak into that. And so when God speaks to us, that doesn't mean that we ignore what everybody else says. It actually means that we submit to, as Samuel did, he submitted to the wise counsel of Eli. We submit to the wise counsel of others. So Samuel was positioned. Samuel was ready. Samuel was submitted. And the, the fourth thing that I want you to see is that Samuel grew in his calling, Samuel grew in his calling. Verse 19 says that, Samuel grew and the Lord was with him and let none of his words fall to the ground. Samuel grew. He he not only grew physically, but he grew in his understanding of the voice of God. He grew in his authority as a prophet called by God. And when God gives us a gift, we always have to grow in that gifting, just as Samuel grew. I love the scripture says that Samuel's mom every year would bring him a little priestly garment. And uh, that to me is just a, a cute little thought of this little boy in this priestly garment running around the tabernacle. But it's also a picture of really the way all of us start in our relationship with God. We have to grow in that. And Samuel went on to speak authoritatively to Israel. God used him in powerful ways, but it didn't start with the big. It started with the small. It started with just learning to hear the voice of God. Jesus says this, if we're faithful with what is small, God will give us the opportunity to be faithful with what is great. And so when we hear the word of God, we need to learn to listen to the small promptings of God. God's probably not going to speak to you about your whole life. He's not going to give you your whole life's plan, but maybe he's just going to give you guidance for the day. Maybe he's going to start by speaking to you, promptings. Uh, I want you to speak to that cashier. I want you to um, watch the way you talk to your, your family. What is that? God speaking in small ways, and as we respond, we grow in our calling, and I I believe just as Samuel grew, God wants us to grow, and as we look ahead to 2021, God wants us to be positioned, he wants us to be ready, he wants us to be submitted to his voice and to the counsel of others, and he wants us to grow in our understanding of God's word. I I wanna share with you a word that was received recently, uh, a couple of months ago, in one of our early morning prayer meetings that I believe is a word from God for us that uh, Matt Hammer, who's one of our elders, uh, received the word, and so we're going to share this uh, short clip with you, um, about five minutes long. And I just want to encourage you to listen to this, and I believe this is a great example of learning to listen to God. Take a look at this. Well, hey, hey, Matt. Good morning. Uh, great to see you. And I um, appreciate the time that you're taking today. I know it, it is. Uh, Christmas week, and you are with family uh, right now. So thank you. Um, Thank you so much for that. Thank
1: you for having me. This is a good time.
0: Yeah. Well, man, we are talking today about hearing from God and really the need that we have individually and also as a church uh, to hear from God as we move into a new year. And I know recently we were on a prayer meeting on Zoom, our morning prayer meeting on Zoom that you lead, and uh, you had a word that God put into your heart. And I just wanted to ask you, if you would, to share that word um, with the church today and with everybody that's joining us today, because I believe it's it's a word from the Lord.
1: Yeah, awesome. So um, it was really encouraging because sometimes I get words and I don't really know the application, or it can be a little bit vague, but this one was pretty convincing that it was definitely an encouraging word from God for our church in the in the time that we're in. And that word was charge, which can have a variety of different applications. But as I sat, sat there and unpacked it, I was just totally encouraged because there is, a a I think, in the time that we're in being separated from each other and the whole COVID situation. I think the whole being charged up by being around other people, being charged up by being in the presence of the Holy spirit and carrying that charge to be a positive influence to those that we come into contact with are all elements that God wants us to embrace. And you mean, you could talk about it in a variety of different fronts, but those were just some of the ideas that we had talked about previously.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I know you shared that word in the prayer meeting, charge. And when you shared it, man, it just hit me that, wow, this is a word from God. And it's funny because it's just a, it's one word. It's a simple word, but there's so much in that word. And, you know, when we hear from God, there's always the, the revelation. What did God say? Uh, there's the interpretation. What does it mean? And then the application, what do I do about it? But in that interpretation, I know, you know, you've you've referenced some of those things now um, of uh, charge receiving power. We receive, we get charged up through that, um, you know, through uh, God's power coming into us by the Holy Spirit in connectivity to one another. Uh, charge can also be a... Um, kind of authoritative commission, I've received a charge. um, And I believe God's giving that to us. And charge is also a kind of a rallying cry, like a um, almost that brave heart, you know, run to battle, charge the hill um, message. And I know that in this moment, there can be a sense of retreat, there can be a sense of timidity, there can be a sense of lacking power, but I really believe that is a word uh, from God. And um, Matt, maybe before we close, I'd love to have you pray, but is there anything that you would say as just a word of encouragement that it, to anybody that is feeling fearful in uh, at the end of 2020, uh, maybe lacking faith as we look to the future ahead? Well, a couple of
1: things come to mind. One is I think it's great that we are on this series because everybody should be asking God to speak to their hearts. The Holy Spirit is given to all of those who are followers of Jesus, and he says he gives it and pours it out without measure. So that means we have just an abundance of his presence and power available to us. And oftentimes when it comes to hearing from God, it's just a matter of getting your heart in the right mindset to receive that word and to ask him to speak. And so that's one of the things that I've really thrived on throughout my journey is just asking God simple questions, whether it's practical things that I'm going through, wisdom with investments or being a good husband or dad or whatever those things may be, um, just asking the question and giving your heart the right awareness to expect that God is going to, in fact, speak. The other thing that I would say is the charge that we are really – another application of the word charge is the fact that we are being barraged with information that is accusatory and that can come from various sources. And I think it's important to recognize that the enemy is the accuser of the brethren, and he would like nothing more than to – put us into a state of defeat, put us into a a state of condemnation. And that's not the charge that's given from the Holy Spirit. The charge of the Holy Spirit is one of power, one of confidence, one of identity and strength. And so when when we're filtering through those thoughts that come through our mind, if it's an accusatory, if it's something that's telling us that we're less than what we are, then that is not a word from the Lord. That's a charge, a false charge, a false accusation of the enemy, and uh, we need to overcome that, especially in today's time when there is so much negative news out there.
0: That's that's exactly right. Uh, I um, I believe that is so so right. And uh, Matt, I just want to bring something out too because you talked about uh, needing to hear from God in uh, investments, in life, family, all of the practical things, and I think that's something I just want to bring out because sometimes we think. Only you know prophets hear from God. I'm not a prophet. We're only a pastor or somebody that you know is a professional uh, uh, you know listener hears from God. You're a businessman. You're in business. You're a dad. You're a husband, and you're saying I need to hear from God in all of these things. And we as a church need to hear from God. You know we're in a a period of time that we have faced difficulty as a church. Um, And we've been navigating, how do we move forward? And I believe God is speaking to us individually. Don't listen to the charge of the enemy. Uh, I believe that he's speaking to us that we need to receive power. We need to be charged up. Uh, And I also believe he's speaking to us as we enter into 2021. Let's not enter in fear. Let's enter in faith and charge ahead. So Matt, as we close, would you mind just praying uh, that over Uh, everybody that's listening today in our church and wherever people are tuning in from.
1: Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. And we just thank you for the confidence that we can have in your charge and your commissioning, because we know whatever you speak will come to pass, God. And so we just, we thank you, God, that we have the Holy Spirit within us. We thank you that you have promised to give us wisdom. We thank you, God, that you have charged us with a commission, with a responsibility to be able to be a positive influence to those that we come into contact with and in the sphere of influence that we have, God. And so I just pray in the name of Jesus that, that those who are disconnected will, will recognize the need to be connected through the power of the Holy Spirit, through relationships, and that we will go into the new year with complete confidence and strength and power, knowing that you have charged us to take ground, just like William Wallace fires people up. How much more can your word follow uh, just uh, charge us up and excite us for what you're going to do in 2021? And so we just pray these things for the for the glorious name of Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, Matt, thank you so much, man. Thanks for letting me interrupt your uh, family. Absolutely. And let's charge forward full of faith man thanks so much amen thank you bye everybody well what a great great word and thank you so much to matt uh for that word of encouragement charge what what an awesome encouragement and i believe that's a word uh for our church i believe that's a word for each one of us as we look ahead to 2021 that God is calling us to charge. He's calling us to charge up in connection. Don't get disconnected. He's calling us to to take charge over the things that God has entrusted to us. He's also called us to charge ahead, uh, to walk by faith. And in order to do that, I believe we have to walk according to the word of God. And so as we close out today, I just wanna encourage you, learn to listen to the voice of God over these upcoming days. I know we're making plans and preparations, but over and above all of that, I wanna encourage you, learn to listen to the voice of God. Let our prayer be like Samuel said or like Eli encouraged Samuel to say, speak Lord for your servant is listening. And so Father, we pray right now, Lord, for every person watching this, God, every person in house church, every person with their family, wherever they're at today, Father, we ask you to speak to us. Father, we thank you that through Jesus, we know that the word has become flesh. You have come to us so that we can be reconnected back to the Father. And we pray that as we move through these days ahead, God, that we would learn to listen to your voice And Father, that we would follow your voice as a light into the darkness. We thank you for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Now may the Lord bless you, may the Lord keep you, may the Lord be merciful to you, may he turn his face towards you, and may he grant you peace, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. God bless you, thank you so much for joining us this week and Happy New Year. We'll look forward to talking to you soon. Hey, church well happy new year in advance as we are wrapping up 2020 and moving into 2021 and uh, what a year it has been Uh, certainly things that we had not expected but god has been so good in the midst of all of it you know at the beginning of this year we launched a 2020 vision campaign that we were calling here as in heaven and i shared with you on the first message of that series that our strategy was to increase to multiply and to fill the earth, taken right out of the book of Genesis. And although that didn't happen in the way that we thought it would happen, the plans that we had, we have seen God do that. Uh, We have seen increase of people added to the church, people coming to Christ through house church, uh, through church online, through Alpha online. We've seen uh, multiplication, Uh, We have gone from one gathering to many gatherings, and uh, also we have seen the gospel fill the earth. We're seeing people not only in our Orlando area, but in other states across the country joining us through church online. We are literally filling the earth. And so God has been so good. And so I wanna say thank you. Thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you so much for your commitment. Uh, Even in the midst of inconvenience, difficult circumstances. Thank you for joining us, for living the Jesus life together. And as we finish out this year, I just want to encourage you. Uh, Let's finish this year strong. You know, through our giving this year, we have been able to help provide meals for people. We've paid bills for people, electric bills, rent bills. Uh, We have funded ministry in so many ways. We've seen people come to Christ, seen people be baptized. What an incredible thing. It all happens through your giving, through your generosity, through your serving. And so as we finish out this year, I just want to encourage you, let's finish the year strong. Maybe uh, God puts it on your heart to give something over and above your regular tithes and offerings. And whether that's the case or not, I just want to encourage you, let's finish in a place of faith and a place of expectation so that we can move into 2021 in that place of faith. If you want to give something in addition to your regular tithes and offerings, you can give online as always through our website. Also, you can mail a check. All of that information is on our website, but a check does need to be uh, marked and mailed in in the mail by December 31st. So thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you for your faithfulness. We look forward to sharing with you all that God's put on our heart for 2021. We'll talk to you soon.